Welcome to Raising Christian Kids. Your host, Leanne Mancini, is extremely passionate that children build a strong, foundational relationship with Jesus before the age of 10. Children need head and heart knowledge in order to stand strong against the world's ever-increasing rejection of Christianity. You will be equipped with methods and techniques to help to solidify a relationship between your child and Jesus. So let's dig deep and help the next generation to love Jesus with all their heart, soul, and mind. Hello and welcome back to Raising Christian Kids. I have a real treat for you today. Today, you're not just going to listen to a solo podcast, but I have a special guest, Misty Phillip who I am so blessed to call her one of my sisters in Christ. And she is just an amazing woman. And she is going to share some great information with you today. Misty is a dreamer and a doer who believes we are all here for a reason and that we were created for a special purpose. She encourages people to use their story to give God glory. Misty is a podcaster, speaker, author, and entrepreneur who is passionate about helping you spark your soul message. She's the founder of Spark Media, which consists of the Spark Christian Podcast Conference, Spark Now Summit, and the Spark Collective. She is the host of the popular By His Grace podcast. Misty inspires others through her leadership, speaking, and mastermind groups. She currently serves as a Houston Connect leader for Christian women in media. Misty is the author of the best-selling Bible study, The Struggle is Real, But So is God. And we know that, don't we, ladies? So welcome, Misty. I'm so excited to have you on the show. I am so excited to be here with you today, Leanne, and I love the work that you are doing to help encourage families to raise the next generation for Jesus. Thank you. And as you know, our podcast is really brief because we want to get to the point so that mothers who are busy and in a hurry can get just the meat of things that we're wanting to share with them to help them. So today I'm going to ask you three questions, and I'm so excited to hear your expert opinion and advice. And the first question, what methods, ideas, and advice can you share that you use to help instill a foundation in Christ for your children, say from the womb to age 10? What could you share with the listeners today, please? Yeah. So when my kids were little, we homeschooled and we did a classical education model that starts with the Bible and then it teaches, you know, all of history and then it repeats itself. And one of the things that I found really was so important with my kids when we were sitting at the table, having our breakfast, you know, was reading the Bible with them and talking to them. And then just that time around the table every day, whether it was breakfast, lunch, or dinner, constantly having conversations with them, teaching them about Jesus and the way that they should go. And, you know, my husband's mother had done the same thing where that family table time was really important when those kids would come home from school. The first thing that she would do before they went out to play with their friends was kind of debrief with them. And so I took that on and we did a lot of table time discipleship. We did a lot of scripture memory and just hiding God's word in their heart because God's word does not come back void. And so 
I wanted to plant as many seeds of the gospel in their little hearts. And so from there, we did like Bible memory, Bible drill. We were in the Bible bee. And then when the kids started to get to be about 12 years old is when I started doing apologetics. And I saw how important that was with my oldest son that I actually, my very first book that I wrote was a little booklet of apologetics. I don't think I've ever told you this story. A little booklet of apologetics for young kids below the age of 12 to start thinking about these theological concepts and um, just gave them some questions to think about and for parents to discuss with their children. That's wonderful. Do you still have that booklet or? I do. Actually, we did a homeschool speech and debate through the National Christian Forensic Association and all of the people that are doing speech and debate with their kids younger than 12 that are doing apologetics use my little booklet. Oh, that's wonderful. I know you're so good about doing all that with your children. Let me move on to question number two. Thank you for sharing that also. Can you share your advice with our parents who are homeschooling children but are also raising a special needs child at the same time? And tell us about your son. Yeah, so my son, Connor, is now 22, but he was born with some challenges. And then before he turned a year, started having grand mal seizures. And basically, you know, he's the kid that whatever could happen, go wrong, did. So he's just was in and out of the hospital from the time that he was born and was sick a lot and just had a lot of struggles. And, you know, it was a challenge, but at the same time, it was such a blessing that I did homeschool because I could read with my typical child and my special child. And we did a lot of things together. And so we were always together as a family. And, you know, the one thing I would say about having a special needs child in homeschooling is it gave my other boys an appreciation. I think that they could not have otherwise had and just gave them a heart for people with challenges and gave them some patience and some other things that I don't think that they would have had if they had just been raised, you know, in the home by themselves. So having a brother with special needs was actually, I think, one of the best things that could have happened to my other kids. And so I just treated my special needs son the same way I treated my other kids. I loved him and nurtured him and gave him the best possible upbringing that I could, just poured my life into my kids. But I would tell any parent who is raising a special needs child to just give yourself some grace because it's hard. It's not easy, but God is sovereign and he will give you what you need. And he knows each one of our child's needs and knows just exactly what we need to give them. And so if God has given you a special child, he will equip you just like he will with any other child. If you are going to God and asking him for wisdom, he will give you wisdom. Yeah, that's wonderful. You know, you think about your children, they go into school all day long and they wouldn't have had that opportunity to probably witness the care and the giving at home of a special needs child and that connection and how they could relate to maybe other children that are like that in their lives. So I think that's a really great thing. And, you know, we're always on our knees praying for God's guidance, whether we have a special needs child or just a child at all, you know, you pray, pray, pray. And like you said, God does provide. He's such a good God. So the next question and the last question is, what resources did you find helpful? And 
Can you please tell us about your Bible study and how your life experiences guided you in writing the study? Yeah, so I got lots and lots of resources. So some books that I read when my kids were little, one is Proverbs for Parenting, a topical guide for raising children from the book of Proverbs. This book was really instrumental because it looks at all sorts of things from fear to controlling your mouth, relationships, godly character. It's all based on Proverbs. And so that was a great book that I read. Shepherding a Child's Heart really taught me to not only just raise them in a way with love, but really to get their heart. And so that's by Ted Tripp. And I know you're a fan, but The Power of a Praying Parent, this was such an important book for me when my boys were little. And then this one talks to boys, classic teachings on virtues and values. So this is short little devotions that I would read to the boys about how to talk to business boys and how to tell the truth and how to, you know, have a soul of honor and just short little devotions that I would, would read with them. And that was really instrumental. And then as they got older, like I mentioned, we did a lot of apologetics and this book, Know Why You Believe by Paul E. Little. That was a really great book on teaching them to defend their faith and knowing who God was and who Christ is and the Bible and just all of the different things. So we surrounded ourselves with lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of books and the Bible. And that's probably what led to me writing The Struggle is Real, besides all the struggles that I had. In homeschooling, all boys, raising special needs kids, losing loved ones and babies and all of the different life challenges and all of that led me to have to press into God. And the more I was in the word, the more God's word changed me and it renewed my mind and it enabled me to do all of the things he had called me to. And that just gave me a love of the word. And then I took all of that and put that love for the word and my overcoming spirit and put that into the six-week Bible study called The Struggle is Real, But So is God. Yeah, it's wonderful. I can't wait. I'm going to be doing that Bible study with a group of women here in a few months. And I'm so excited. They're excited. They're already ordering their books from Amazon. And I went through it and it really is great. It's really a great Bible study. So I encourage anybody listening that if you want to do a Bible study with your women's group or just on your own, get this study guide from Misty. It's really a wonderful tool because we're all struggling right now in a lot of different ways than what we did before COVID, but especially after COVID and everything that's been going on. And Misty, you know, I just remember you telling me one time that you talk to your children often. You had that connection with them. And that's why your 18-year-old would come in your bedroom at night and lay in your bed. Can you just tell us about that? Yeah. So, you know, the Bible talks about that we teach them in the way that they should go. And, and when you rise up and when you lay down and all along the way. And yeah, when our oldest son was in college, he lived at home. And I would stay up sometimes till two o'clock in the morning because I wanted to hear his heart. I wanted to know what was happening in his world. and even now we just are constantly, we do devotions with, with our kids who are still living at home and we're just talking to them all along the way when we're at breakfast and dinner and when we 
go out to the store and, you know, just having that dialogue, I think is so important and talking to our children about God and, and then their understanding, like, what do they think about God and just having those conversations so that we know where they are, because we can assume that they've caught everything that we've taught, but that's not always the case. But that's why when we model, they're going to catch more by what we do than what we say. But I think that conversation is so important to know what they're thinking and feeling and, and to always talk to them about Jesus. Well, Mista, you, you surely are a godly woman. And I'm so glad again to call you my friend. And I know you've done a fantastic job raising your children. And we will have the links in the show notes to all those materials that you referenced. And I just want to thank you for your servant heart to serve others in the podcast industry and to be on the show today and to also serve the moms who are listening, who are walking in your footsteps behind you that have little ones that are trying to raise them, special needs children or parents who are homeschooling. And so again, I just want to say thank you for being on the show today, Misty. Absolutely, Leanne. This was such a pleasure. Thank you so much. You're welcome. And so listen, we will have all this information on the show notes again. And thank you for listening to Raising Christian Kids. This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app.